from Sarasota Memorial and the Deb Kavanaugh Multimedia Studio. This is HealthCast, a healthy dose of information from experts you can trust. Hi, everybody. Welcome to HealthCast. I'm Allison Gottermeyer. Thank you for joining us today as we talk about diabetes and its management. Our guest today is Dr. Manavel Ishwaran, an endocrinologist with First Physicians Group in Sarasota. Dr. Ishwaran, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. So can you start by telling us what is diabetes and why is it important? So diabetes is a very common uh, health condition. It's a chronic disease where the metabolism of carbohydrate is impaired. And it usually presents with uh, elevated blood sugars. And it happens due to either the body is not making enough insulin or the insulin is not working efficiently. And why is it important? Because it's the eighth leading cause of death. And it also can increase the risk of heart disease, stroke. And believe it or not, it's the number one cause of blindness among adults, kidney disease among adults, and amputation among adults. This is all preventable. That's why I want to make sure people get the right information about diabetes today. How prevalent is diabetes in even our own community? Uh, in the general U.S. population, uh, it's about 10%, but it increases with age, okay? So just taking adults alone from 18 years on, it goes to 13%. But if you start talking about like 65 plus, it's like 25%, so one among four, is a diabetic. So coming to our local community in Sarasota and Manatee, we are not doing that bad. We are actually a little bit uh, better compared to the national statistics. We are around like 8%, we have around like 8% diabetics in our population. Who needs to be screened for diabetes? Anybody who is more than 45 years old should be screened. But if you are less than 45 and if you have certain risk factors, you should be screened. And what are the risk factors? If you have a family history of diabetes, if you have hypertension, if you have high cholesterol, if you had heart problems, if you're obese, if you're sedentary, you just feel you're not a healthy person, then yeah, it's better to get it screened earlier than 45. And what does that screening process look like? It's a simple blood test, uh, regular blood test. There are two blood tests we generally use for screening the general population. One is the fasting blood sugar. The other one, what we call it as A1C test. Uh, there is one other special test we use called oral glucose tolerance test. It's more helpful for screening diabetic patients among the pregnant women. If someone is diagnosed with diabetes, what are the next steps and, and when they see you in the office? That's a good question. Uh, the first thing is the patient has to come and accept they have this health condition and they need to get this treated. Once they overcome that, then it becomes a lot easier, okay? So it starts first with education, educating them, okay? So because it's uh, what I consider a little bit of a lifestyle disease, so there will be a lot of lifestyle changes involved, okay? It's just for the betterment. In fact, I would say whether you're diabetic or not, you should be following that healthy lifestyle. So you should be eating healthier, you should be exercising regularly, and then Coming to the aspects of diabetes, then we will teach them uh, what are the nutritional information that they need to check for, and they should start checking their blood sugars. We, so we give them glucometers or some other devices to check their blood sugar. And then when they come to the doctor, we talk about the medical aspects of diabetes management, 
what are the medicines available and how they can get it under control. How has the management of diabetes changed in even the last decade to 15 years? Tremendously, tremendously. The last 20 years, it has been a boon for diabetes management. Um, so I'll talk about two aspects when it comes to management. One is the monitoring of the blood sugar, then the treatment of the diabetes. When it comes to monitoring of blood sugar in those good old days, there was only a urine test available to check how your blood sugar was there. Then we started checking the finger stick blood sugars. The devices have improved a lot. All you need is a minuscule drop of blood to check your blood sugars. And then now, recently in the last 10 years, or a little bit more than 10 years, we have been starting to use the continuous glucose monitors or sensors, what is commonly called as, where it can give you real-time feedback about your blood sugars immediately. You don't have to go to the doctor's office to have all this information. And it, it has made a tremendous uh, uh, improvement in the patient's uh, uh, control over their blood sugars. Are there any other newer technologies that have been the biggest game changers for patients? So we talked a little bit about the continuous glucose monitors. The other one is the insulin delivery devices, okay? In those good old days, we have to have a syringe, sterilize it, use it. Then came the insulin pens. And the insulin pens, we have like modern insulin pens, we call it a smart pens. And they can talk with the phone apps and they can help assist the dosing of your insulin. And now we have these insulin pumps, which are basically insulin reservoirs, which uh, kind of mimic your human physiology and deliver the insulin continuously. And uh, things have improved a lot. And another thing I want to talk to you about is the continuous glucose monitors and the insulin pumps can talk to each other these days. That's a beauty. So imagine, uh, the insulin uh, sensor tells the pump, so this is the blood sugar at this time. And then the insulin pump will uh, kind of uh, find out how much insulin needs to be delivered and it delivers automatically. So we have like excellent computer algorithms which uh, decides the dose of the uh, insulin and then it delivers it immediately. So you mentioned those continuous glucose monitors. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about that and, and why it's such a big deal for patients? Yes. Okay. So the beauty of the continuous glucose monitor is it gives immediate feedback. I have noticed in some of my patients that they didn't know what they were doing. So when they put on them a kind of continuous glucose monitor and when they eat something, they immediately get a feedback. Oh, God, am I supposed to eat this? No, I'm not supposed to eat this. So I should stop eating this. Just with monitoring their blood sugars, they bought their diabetes under control. This was like uh, uh, not possible in those good old days when they have to do finger sticks because it's, it's, a, it's a little bit uh, cumbersome for them. But now they can just, all they have to look at, uh, they eat a dessert, they look at their phone, they see their blood sugars going up. Next time, they probably are not going to order that dessert. So that's why. And the use of the continuous glucose monitor is very easy. I mean, there are a few brands available. Usually it's either a size of a quarter of a coin or uh, like a pen cap. And there's even one uh, continuous glucose monitor which is implantable, which stays in your body for six months. So uh, it's, it's, it's amazing, I would say. Uh, so um, you if someone would, they wear it all the time and where do they wear it? How does that work? Yes, uh, so they wear it uh, in their skin. It's like a small patch. They can usually hide it under their clothes. It's 
most of the time it's not visible and they can uh, perform their day-to-day -day stuff with that they can work out take a shower go for swimming it will continue to work it's usually uh, not visible and they do well with that and you also mentioned um, insulin and and how that's delivered what does that look like if you're if you have a consistent pump so these are uh, insulin pumps um, they are very small it's like the size of a pager okay and these modern pumps are also actually um, can communicate with the phone too so you have pretty much all the controls in your phone too so you don't nobody even knows that you have a pump so you just take a phone and uh, you go to the app and tell the pump okay this is the blood sugar this is what is going on and so nobody has to know that you have diabetes and uh, you have pretty much uh, like a normal person uh, getting insulin. So it's a beauty these days. When patients come to you with diabetes for that first appointment uh -huh. or as they're continuing to manage, what is the biggest misconception that you hear about treatment and what do you want future patients to know? Um, the first misconception, one that you have to be um, obese to be a diabetic not exactly true okay there are different kinds of diabetes there is this uh, uh, type 1 diabetes actually it's like 10% of the diabetics have type 1 they are not necessarily obese and they are usually like any other person with a normal BMI and they can still have diabetes in that case the body is not making enough insulin enough insulin at all and they are dependent on their insulin for their life okay Number two is uh, another misconception I hear commonly is when you get on insulin, you cannot get off of the insulin. That's absolutely false. A lot of my patients have come off of the insulin just by following healthy lifestyle, losing their weight, eating better, and it's definitely a doable thing. How does treatment in your practice differ from diabetes treatment elsewhere? Okay, uh, that's a good question. So we are a comprehensive endocrine program at uh, part of the first physicians group, Sarasota Memorial. Um, so not only when a patient comes with diabetes, we manage their diabetes, say if they have other underlying endocrine problems, say osteoporosis, hypothyroidism, we take care of that as well. Okay, so they don't have to go to a different doctor for that. We consider that uh, patient as a person and uh, give a comprehensive medical care. And uh, we are located at three different locations, Lakewood Ranch, uh, close to the main hospital, and in Venice. And uh, also we are part of a bigger group. We have like 400 physicians in our group with more than 100 primary care doctors. We communicate with them all the time. So you're going to get a nice uh, comprehensive care all under one roof. And that's especially important with diabetes. You mentioned it before, but I want to address what other health problems can diabetes cause? All right. So diabetes, as I said, uh, is, uh, can increase your risk of heart disease, stroke, kidney disease, peripheral neuropathy, eye disease. So it's just not the elevated blood sugar that you are dealing with. You're dealing with all the spectrum of these diseases. So we need to communicate with all these specialists, make sure you're doing well with uh, everything. And uh, when your blood pressure is not good, um, either I manage it myself or I'd let the primary care doctor know that you're not doing well. We need to control that to re reduce your risk of heart disease and stroke. So it's a comprehensive care we provide here. And how can that diabetes care be challenging? Yes, 
it is can be very challenging no one person is alike okay so i get different kinds of patients i get an 18 year old gamer boy who plays video games all the night drinking energy drinks then i have this single mom working two jobs doesn't have time to cook healthy meals and then i have this retired executor who has uh, been working tirelessly for his company ignoring his health now he wants to enjoy his life and uh, uh, want to make sure his health is uh, um, is healthy enough to do that so everybody is different here so i need to know them in person i need to know a little bit about their personal life their social life uh, whether they have pets uh, why do i ask about pets if they have pets they can go for a walk with the pets something like that so uh, and if they have grandkids go and play with your grandkids it's like spending time with them at the same time you're getting some activity they might have some bad things going on with them i need to figure it out stress can make their sugars go up so we need to deal with their stress it's just more than a disease process here i mean it's they kind of become like friends family to me and sometimes i see them more than they see their primary care doctors and um, I, when they tell me what's going on, I can understand what's going on in their life. And if their sugars are not good at that time, okay, yeah, we're all human. So there is no judging behind those doors. So we try to get them fix it. Yeah, it can be challenging because everybody is different. And there is that kind of stigma associated with diabetes. And it's so important in your work to break that down, I imagine. And, and just, okay, we have to just deal with this. It's not how you got here where we go from here. Exactly. I, I tell them like people with diabetes are doing well even in professional sports. So I want to make your life as easy as possible and enjoy your life. That's our goal. And it's not that hard. <laughs> Have you noticed uh, anything unique in regards to the diabetes care here in our Sarasota Manatee County area? Yeah, I would say that. I mean, uh, our community is kind of a retirement community. Everybody knows that. And when people get sick, they are provided with good health care. But one thing I noticed here is the caregivers. When the caregivers take care of somebody, they start ignoring their health and they become sick. So I want to tell all those caregivers out there, thanks for the marvelous job you're doing. But please don't ignore your health because that's equally important. We can't have the caregivers needing more care as well. Um, is there anything else you want patients to know as they begin to navigate, whether it's from diagnosis, screening, anything like that to treatment? What, what you want future patients to know? I would say um, talk to your doctor. We are here to help you. Uh, we'll make your life as easy as possible. There are a lot of newer medicines out there and these newer medicines not only take care of your diabetes they also reduce the risk of heart disease stroke kidney disease and uh, it's a it's, it's a great time here in the diabetes management i would say and uh, one other thing that's kind of overlooked in terms of diabetes management uh, especially with the obese uh, people is weight loss surgeries okay um, weight loss surgeries are definitely um, uh, change the treatment. It can uh, actually send the diabetes into remission and they can come off the medicines completely or at least reduce the amount of medicines they have been taking. 
We have a good weight loss program here. Dr. Rob is an excellent weight loss surgeon. I do some send some patients to, to, uh, to her and we have had great results. Uh, as a bottom line, it's a easily manageable condition as long as we are ready to make some healthy lifestyle changes, which again, I said, everybody should be doing it, not just the diabetics. All right, thank you so much, Dr. Ishwaran, and thank you for joining us today for this important discussion about diabetes and treatment. As always, we encourage everyone in our community to visit smh.com for the latest from Sarasota Memorial. Thank you.